Greetings, everyone. This is the Divinely Preserved Healer, and welcome back to another one of our podcasts, our unnamed podcast, as I do not have a name for this particular um, podcast series. It's posted on the divinelypreservedhealer.com. So if we don't have a title for it between now and the time you hear it, please feel free to use our contact us form or email us with suggestions. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get started. In our last podcast, we focused on George Floyd, an unarmed African-American man that was killed at the hands of a white police officer. Mr. Floyd was handcuffed and face down on the ground as this police officer stood on his neck for about eight to nine minutes as he continued to whisper, I can't breathe. As a result, his life was lost and protests sparked throughout the United States. At the time of our last podcast, which was about a week ago, today is June 3rd, 2020, there were at least 30 cities that were participating in what initially started out as peaceful demonstrations. It has now evolved into, at that time, it was beginning to evolve into a root, into a rioting and looting, which, which was very disheartening to have my first podcast be about sharing the heart of spirit, saying, you know, it's understandable for people to be upset. It is not right about this um, this man losing his life. It's not right about how it was handled. There's no right in this, but also don't contribute to um, this situation and make matters worse. And people were concerned before about martial law. Well, guess what? The new concern in the midst of the protest, I'm not saying I believe this is all wrong. Okay. So there is no, 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 no right in the midst of George Floyd losing his life his family losing their loved one, this officer and how he handles the situation. There is no right in this, okay? But also, rioting and looting is not a right as well, okay? People have a right to be upset, but they do not have a right to just go out and just completely destroy um, communities and what have you. It's just not right, okay? Because there are repercussions. It's more than just going to jail. There are repercussions that are going to transpire. That's going to translate to all of us. Because if you're stealing products you didn't pay for, that means products are eventually going to go up in price. You know, if you're destroying businesses, then those are people who are losing their jobs, they're losing their source of income, which will also affect their ability to take care of themselves and their families. There are domino repercussion effects for the decisions that we make. So since our last podcast, the updates that I want to share uh, regarding this story before we get into our topic for today, which is about sounding the alarm. Who sounded the alarm about coronavirus? And is this something that is truthful? Is this a true virus? Is this a true disease? Where did it come from? Pretty much where did it come from and what concern as uh, from a spiritual perspective, what concern do we need to have? But the updates from George Floyd are uh, along the lines of the primary officer was arrested. And as of today, his charges have been upgraded to second degree murder. The other three officers that were also um, with him that were leaning on the suspect, 
They have they are in the process of being arrested because they're going to be charged with aiding and abetting. All of these officers have lost their jobs. And what started off as protests happening in the U.S. It has now gone overseas, as one female said today on the news from I can't remember what country because I think they were covering countries like uh, Germany, uh, London, and I, I think as well as Belgium. One female was saying, we feel your pain from here. And so we're out to protest as well. Nonetheless, even overseas, there is still violence going on. There is still, and I don't know if maybe if the media is only showing the negative aspects, but there were scenes of um, uh, buildings and other things being destroyed. Uh, We're not so much as hearing about people losing their lives, but at the same time, People may not be losing their lives, but in the midst of this this rioting and looting, people are losing their livelihoods, okay? So that's something to think about as you're doing this. Um, something else that I want to share is that I was hearing about um, a lot of people are going to cities to riot and loot. And like, I think soon after I did the last podcast, there was a mention um, from a spokesperson from... Um, Minneapolis that said that in a 24-hour period, the people that they had arrested, none of them even were residents of the state of Minnesota. I heard that again today from someone who lives in Washington, D.C., who said that um, they had also heard reports that in in D.C. that there are a lot of people that are being arrested are not even from that area. Unfortunately, she went on to share as she was doing this live um, YouTube uh, recording, she went on to share very honestly that she knew people in her neighborhood and her, and as she said, in her hood, in her neighborhood, who were going to be going out intentionally with the intention of, of, of rioting and looting. She shared this very freely. And I'm thinking, really? You just gonna say that? Um, but there are consequences. I just saw an article today that Point Blank said, if you are, let's say, riding or looting an Apple store, don't, do you really believe that Apple can't trace and track all of those devices? Are you serious? Um, there was another um, YouTube, there's a comedian on YouTube who actually does commentary on different things that go on in the world, who actually included a commentary of a female who had gone on Facebook with a picture of a beautiful diamond ring that her boyfriend had looted for her. And this was just, I think she called it hood love or something like that. And I'm like, really? Okay. Is it me? But people don't realize it's not that the concern back when uh coronavirus was going on was martial law. I talked about this in the last podcast. Now I'm going to tell you the next concern that by rioting and looting, not only are you paving the way for martial law, but you're also paving the way for what the news has already been talking about that people have seemed to forgot about is the second wave of COVID-19. Have you not heard about it? Um, I know I'm being facetious, but I've said this, prophetically speaking, I shared it with someone. I told them around about October, Halloween maybe, somewhere in mid-October, all the way through, I said, this is not just going to end. It's going to, I think it's going to go all the way to about Martin Luther King in 2021, at least through the end of January, where we may very well 
be in another sheltered in place, another lockdown, okay? Because they're already talking about the second wave, the second wave, which conveniently is going to come in the fall, which is conveniently uh, connected to the winter months, which is conveniently cold and flu season. Isn't all of this so convenient? Hmm. So by all these people going out, being involved, I'm not saying this right or wrong. As for I mean, I am wrong. I'm saying it's wrong as far as rioting and looting. But the fact that you're out means you are now, because everybody seems to forget this, you are now not adhering to social distancing rules. And the social distancing means you're supposed to stay six feet apart. You're supposed to wear a muzzle. Oops, I'm sorry. Not a muzzle. You're supposed to wear a mask. Um... And even the whole concept of wearing a mask. At the beginning, they said, don't wear a mask. You don't need it. Now it's like, oh, my God, don't leave the house without your mask. Which is it? Which is it, people? So I said all that to say that this particular episode, we're going to talk about um, the origins of COVID-19 as far as do you need to be concerned about this? Because... I did do a po a blog post called 2020, the year of transformation, where I real brief, simple explanation for what they're saying that COVID-19 is. Most of you already know this, but just for a recap, they're basically, according to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, is saying that COVID-19 is something, is something that can be contracted through respiratory droplets when an infected person coughs or sneezes and that these droplets can land in the mouths or nose of people nearby and can be inhaled into the lungs. That is, this COVID-19 is being considered as a newer version of SARS, which is severe acute respiratory syndrome. It is a form of a cluster of coronaviruses that deal with mild to severe respiratory tract illnesses, okay? And it's saying that the people that are most vulnerable to this are considered the elderly, which means anyone over the age of 65 or any adults with pre-existing health conditions in which they suffer from some type of uh, compromised immune system. I will say this right now. I This has been going on, I think, this June, the early part of June. I think it was mid-March when the state that I live in, Louisiana, went into a shelter in place. We stayed there for almost two months, um, two and a half months or so. And I do not know anyone who has tested positive for COVID-19. I do not personally know anyone who um, has died from COVID-19. And to be honest, I know more people who fit the list of pre-existing um, conditions with compromised immune systems who are not so much as having a sniffle. Um, these are people who, according to the guidelines, are supposed to be the most at risk. And I'm not trying to be funny. According to the guidelines, they should be dead by now. They are still walking around just healthy as a horse. So, and, and the issues that they have are not any worse than they were before. Um, they're not dealing with anything that they didn't already deal with. So I take that from a, um, I take that to mean that this is not as much physical as they make it out to be. You can easily go on uh, the CDC website or even your local government website. Everybody now has special websites and resources and links about COVID-19. You can go see for yourself the number of people 
that have actually quote unquote passed away from COVID-19. I will say that I have done a position paper on where I stand as far as the coronavirus is concerned. At present, it is posted on divinelypreservedhealer.com. If you can't find it on there, that means the information has rotated off of our, our website to keep things fresh. But if you join our mailing list, you should be able to go back into the archive and be able to find this particular position paper. I also did a blog post by the same name on this and it's called coronavirus what is this really all about and that's why i share some details with you about how um covid 19 and i even have some newer information that i have not even posted but it was talking about how doctors are being led to diagnose during that one at a time every single death that came through was being labeled as covid 19 even though it wasn't so I mean, I mean, I've heard all kinds of examples about people dying in a car crash and the doctors are being told either you need to label this as a COVID-19 as, as the primary cause of death. And then the secondary was the accident. I've heard of people, elderly people going in the hospital for routine surgeries uh, for issues that are, they already dealt with, where they're being asked to sign forms that say we will not resuscitate you. Some of them are saying, no, I will not sign this. It's just there's so many question marks surrounding this particular virus that people don't know what to believe anymore. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of background for what I could find that kind of ties in with what I have discerned. Um, and I can't share everything that Spirit has shared with me. I can only give you little snippets here and there because this is really not a physical or a a, a, this is not so much physical as it's being led to believe this is more spiritual. And if you go and find my uh, 2020, the year of transformation blog, I tell you the, the medical side of the physical side of it, as well as the spiritual manifestations of what is going on. This is more spiritual. Okay. And it's spiritual. I'm just going to drop this. It's, this is not in the article, but I'm going to drop this particular nugget to give some people some type of peace if it is not your time to leave this earth to transition to pass away then COVID-19 should not be your primary concern that does not mean if you're not sick that you don't go to the doctor that if you're not experiencing any kind of ailments that threaten your health you should be seeing a medical professional but to allow this is so many question marks about its origin and where it's going and what is it supposed to be doing, blah, 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 for you to sit on that and allow it to siphon or, or allow it to stew, or allow it to simmer in your mind, in your energetic field, your body will begin to produce symptoms. It will begin to take on that which you have focused on so much and give it right back to you. And then you be like, I knew it. I knew I had it. I, and you probably don't have it or didn't have it until you psych yourself into having it. This protest and how all this ties in together is because so many people are now protesting. They're going to these large mass groups to do their protesting, whether it's peaceful or violent, you're still out. You're still, quote unquote, not social distancing. 
You are handing the powers to be exactly what they need to say, see, a matter of fact, there was an article today where a guy came out and point blank said, oh, I attended XYZ protests and now I've tested positive for COVID-19. I have to really wonder how true some of this is that's in the media. This is where discernment comes in. This is why I said this is not as much physical as it is spiritual and what you allow to come in through your eye gate, not only your two physical eyes, but that also your spiritual eye, your aja, your third eye, which is located in the center of your forehead or in between your eyes, depending on, you know, the cultural understanding or background. If you know nothing about that, if you come to me or any other holistic or herbal healing, you're probably going to hear about the chakras. The reason I'm sharing all this with you is because if you are someone who is concerned about COVID-19 or let's say you do have a test and it says it comes back positive, I strongly encourage you to get um, on the internet. Look at some of the articles that we posted on our website. Follow some of those links to actual medical doctors who are disputing this COVID-19. Please do your due diligence research. Don't just believe what you hear. This is where the spiritual side comes into play. You really need to have that connection with the most high, with God, with spirit, whatever name you use, so that you can be able to go into the spirit realm and get clarification about the things that are going on because your physical eyes are going to lead you astray during this time. What do I mean? As I shared in the last podcast, I'm going to pick that up really, really fast that I will be in future podcasts going forth, giving you, pulling out information from a prophetic uh, word that was given by the late, great John Paul Jackson. I mentioned that in the last podcast, so I don't want to really spend a lot of time, but he called it the perfect storm. And he said in 2020, for the next 10 to 20 years, there are going to be a series of uh, things that are going to happen throughout throughout the world, but mainly the United States, that at some point we will be ushering in and there will be a new world government. There will be a change in currency and in money. Some of these things we've already heard, uh, people have concern. Yes, there will be martial law that will be coming in the midst of all of this because people are not going to be aware of the sign of the times. They're not going to be paying attention to the signs and, and, and synchronicities that are going to be presenting themselves to show us you need to be in contact with the most high to be able to get through this. I mean, I'm serious because so much is going to be coming through the eye gate, the two physical eyes, and it's going to be processed by the mind. And if it's processed wrong and you don't have any type of, you don't have any type of foundation to go back and base it off of, of then you're going to fall for everything that goes on and you can position yourself to become sick, to become ill, to leave here before your time, all because you were not equipped spiritually to understand what was going on. This is not a time when you actually need somebody to tell you. This is something where you're going to have to sharpen your own sword, you know, metaphysically or metaphorically speaking, to be able to know what's going on. But John Paul Jackson shared something under the five elements, one of which was geophysical um, events. He said that, and I quote, an epidemic that would take many lives, not just here, many in the United States, but elsewhere. 
He said it will begin elsewhere and it will come here. All right. So just so we are clear. I want to quickly share with you. What is this really about? Why, if, Like I said before, if it's not your time, this is not something you need to be so observed and, and, and concerned about. Because if you allow things in your, in your mind space and you let it stay there and you let it fester, it can begin to produce not the coronavirus. You can produce any other sickness or element in your body simply because you are not aware of how you're not aware of your own body to know when something is off or wrong, when you need to be concerned, when you need to move. And I really think that the coronavirus could be something that could usher in the ability for people to realize this, the value of their lives, the value of the lives of people around them to hopefully get to the point where we realize we really are all one. We really are. So. John Paul Jackson shared about that um, pandemic that will be coming. And I want to just go ahead and add to that. To give you a little background on this whole coronavirus thing, I will say this. Um, I don't believe that the coronavirus um, isn't real. There are some aspects of it that are real. And then there are some, and I'm not going to say it's 100% BS. Okay, I'm not going to say that because of things of downloads and information that I have received from spirit. I'm not going to say that it is just bogus and it just doesn't exist because that is denying um, the uh, the powers of the powers that be, the things that they can begin to transition and make happen and make seem like it's real. Um there are aspects of this whole mirage that really are real and there are parts of it that is just straight up fake. So what I will do is I want to share with you two things about how coronavirus would have transpired. Because I've already told you that this is something that, you know, if it's not your time, don't worry about it. And I will say this. From my article of 2020, the year transformation, I will share with you and kind of piggyback off of what Robert Kiyosaki, he's uh, the rich dad, poor dad, author of that series of books. He was uh, interviewed early on by Brian Rose of London Real in an episode called on YouTube called How to Survive the Coronavirus Recession. I mean, they were already talking about this, okay, because it's coming. You know, you can't close down. The entire world for a month or two and not expect this to have major repercussions and again a lot of this is being done to usher in what john paul jackson calls the perfect storm a lot is going to be transpiring it is this is not a time in the next 20 years for the faint of heart some of this is going to depopulate the earth again it's not for the faint of heart it's really not. And what Robert Kiyosaki said that I wrote down, he said, this is a time frame pretty much. And I quote, get healthier and wealthier or go bust. Or in some cases for bust is for people who are riding and looting, go ride and loot. You can either get healthy and wealthier because you are tapping into the spirit realm and you understand that this is not necessary about physical senses. It's, it's not necessarily about emotional senses. 
That is what they're tapping into. They're using fear to scare people and conjure people into whatever. I have some snippets of an interview and I also want to share it was back in February of 2018. This is actually an article. I'm, I'm just grabbing one of the articles on this particular topic. But this article was actually done in March. But it is referring to uh, information that came from the World Health Organization. Who, back in February of 2018, when they are talking and warning senior scientists and health workers around the globe about an alert for a new and potential deadly pathogen called disease X. Now, what I didn't say about the coronavirus that I will go ahead and insert before I continue to read this is I strongly believe that some of this is, I strongly believe that some of this is man-made and my spiritual um, downloads have confirmed that a lot of this is man-made and then the rest of it that's not man-made is going to be more of emotionally speaking, using fear and confusion to entrap uh, and hijack the consciousness of the people. So again, this article is from the first quarter of 2018 in which the World Health Organization is, uh, is informing scientists that there is something coming. A deadly pathogen is coming and they were referring to it under the code name of disease X. They're saying that this, and I quote, disease X represents the knowledge that a serious international epidemic could be caused by a pathogen currently unknown to cause human disease. The reason why it would be currently unknown is because it would be something that was created. Now, you may say, okay, where's your proof for that? That proof is actually in this article where a man named John Rottingen, who at the time was the chief executive of the Research Council of Norway and a senior advisor to WHO, World Health Organization, to their committee. He is quoted, yeah, he is quoted point blank saying, y'all, he says it. He says that a man-made disease X was less likely than a naturally occurring one, okay? But he turned around and warned, and I quote, synthetic biology allows for the creation of deadly new viruses. It is also the case that where you have a new disease, there is no resistance in the population, and that means it can spread fast, end quote. Synthetic biology allows for the creation of deadly new viruses. It is also the case that where you have a new disease, there is no resistance in the population, and that means it can spread fast. I did come across, I can't remember if it was Dr. Um, Andy Kaufman. It was one of the doctors that I referenced in my articles on my blog who basically said back in 2018 that there were scientists and researchers who were boycotting. The media didn't cover this. They were boycotting, saying that they were seeing too many things being conjured up in the lab. And their concern was is that this is going to get released. And if it gets released, there will be no cure. 
that things are being conjured up that could take the lives of large numbers of people. Do I believe the coronavirus can do that? I don't think so. I personally don't believe that. But even if you have a disease that does mild, because that's what the definition says, it has mild, severe to mild respiratory illnesses, and you deal that with someone who's already compromised, who's already close to death, yes, it could take their lives. But this man is point blank saying synthetic biology. He's saying that that diseases are created. Deadly diseases are created. So to piggyback off of that, I want to play two recordings for you. And then I'm going to be out because, like I said, the times we're in, you're going to have to be able to take in this information, process it uh, spiritually, and draw your own conclusion. So here we go with a snippet, two snippets of an interview with Emory Smith. He is a veteran of the United States Air Force. He's a researcher. He was involved in a secret government program, or he was aware of the program in which microorganisms were being collected from outer worldly sources and they were using this these microorganisms to, to create vaccines for known diseases but they're also creating known diseases so here we go things can come out of these but also as you said very bad things can come up they can create new uh, viruses and things that are resistant to the drugs that they make. So even though they're making a drug to cure you, they can also make a virus that's resistant to it. So they have to put money into making something else that you have to buy that's more expensive. You know, with the advent of all the traveling and the millions of flights that are happening every day, it'd be easy just for one person to transmit one virus all the way around the world within 24 hours. And it just mutates so quickly. The virus will encapsulate so many people, especially the older population and the younger population and those with immune deficiencies. Now, again, that was Emory Smith. He was being interviewed by George Norrie in a episode entitled Pathogens and Space Viruses, where he is actually talking about how human-based, and this is a quote straight off of um the gaia.com website this is again this is emory smith who's being interviewed by george norrie for the uh the uh, web series called cosmic disclosure for this particular episode which is dated november 27 2018 he, he talks about how where they're getting the base pathogens from and how and I quote, human-based human organizations actively collect these extraterrestrial microorganisms for their own research and development. And how one day is going to be a pretty much, what he's saying is going to be a threat to us all. This ties back in with what John Paul, the late great John Paul Jackson, when he mentioned that there will be a pandemic that will start elsewhere and come here. That's all I have to share for this particular episode. Again, I am the Divinely Preserved Healer. Please visit us at DivinelyPreservedHealer.com for more episodes or to join our mailing list, maybe to explore what holistic and herbal remedies and consultations and other services 
that we have that may be of use to you to help you get more in tune spiritually with the times that we are in. Again, thank you for tuning in and namaste.